Welcome to the Good Growing Podcast. I am Ken Johnson, horticulture educator with University of Illinois Extension, coming to you today from Jacksonville, Illinois with a garden bite. And now that we're past Thanksgiving, many of us are going to be going out and picking out a Christmas tree. So for this week's Garden Bite, we're going to take a look back at a podcast we did in 2020 with Robert Richardson, who is the president of the Illinois Christmas Tree Association. And he's going to talk about the process of growing Christmas trees from when they put it in the ground until you come out and cut it down or pick one up from a tree lot yourself. So enjoy. Can you take me through like the process of growing a Christmas tree? Uh, you know, so you plant a, a cutting or a, like a rooted cutting okay. and from, from there until harvest. Is that, I mean, that sounds like decade, like a decade at least. Well, it's, uh, the pines grow faster than the firs and spruces do. But uh, we plant seedlings. Um, we don't start them from seed, although there's a few places that do. But for the most part, there are nurseries that will go out into the forest and collect pine cones off of nice trees and bring them back to the greenhouse, start them from seed there, and then different seedling beds. And after three or four years, they're going to sell them to guys like me. And they're going to be you know, 12 to 18 inches tall. And generally, they come bare root, which there's no dirt on the roots. And so we plant them fairly soon after we get them. And that's usually around, uh, for me, it's around uh, sometime in April, the middle of April, even towards the end of April, um, where the ground is dried out enough after, after winter so that we can work it up and get ready to plant our, our little tree, our seedlings from. Um, many farmers, uh, when you cut down a Christmas tree the next year, uh, he can put a little seedling next to that old stump and, and that's fine, especially if he doesn't have much land to work with. But now that seedling has to compete with the bigger trees around it. Um, and then when you're looking at the big trees, you're not going to watch where you're going and you'll step on some of them and break them and stuff. But uh, so many farms do that, but we have the luxury of having enough space that we tend to plant in blocks. And so uh, an entire block or at least a half a block will be the same variety, same age of, of tree. And so we use a tree planter and it's just a simple machine. It makes a slice in the ground. It's just a few inches wide and in about a, oh, eight, 10 inches deep. And then um, every five or six feet, uh, the little bell goes off. We stick the roots of our seedling down into that slot. And as the machine moves forward, there's a big wheel on the back that'll push the dirt close and kind of get our seedling planted. Um, so we have to uh, uh, prepare the ground first, of course. And uh, instead of working into sod, sod's a little bit hard to replant into. You can, you can use a shovel or a spade or something and plant a, if you're just doing a few seedlings, but it's a lot of work and it's time consuming. So. Uh, we work up the ground so that it's bare ground. Um, and I guess I should go back a little bit further in that if it's a piece of ground that's had trees previously, there's going to be some stumps out there. So we have to cut off the stumps so that you don't trip on them and, and uh, we don't hit them with the machinery. But we'll dig up the stumps or, or grind out the stumps actually, and then work up that ground with a, a big disc and a rototiller so we have a fine seed bed. And then uh, our tree planter will come through and we'll plant those seedlings. And just after we plant them, we go by one more time uh, by, on foot to make sure that they're standing up straight 
and then we take the heel of our boot and pack the dirt around that seedling so it has good soil contact with the roots. You know, roots can't grow through the air, so they have to have contact with the soil and pick up moisture and nutrients. Um, so that's then once we have them planted, now we have to start to take care of those trees. And um, I'm talking personal experience, and I think most other farms are kind of doing the same basic uh, process, but um, we have a big, the thing we fight more than anything are the weeds. Weeds grow faster than our seedlings do, and they would shade it from a lot of the sunlight and take some of the moisture and nutrients away. So we try to keep the weeds suppressed throughout most of the growing season after we plant our, our seedlings. Um, we have too many that we can just use a hoe to hoe around the things. And so we use the same farm chemicals that we put on corn and soybeans, and they don't hurt the trees either. And uh, we'll spray a, on either side of our, our row of seedlings, and that'll keep the weeds down. Now, as you know, chemicals don't last a really long time. They decompose fairly quickly. And so um, we'll have to spray a couple of times, maybe even three times throughout the growing season to keep the weeds down. We don't want to spray chemicals over the whole field and have bare ground every place because then we have soil and water erosion. And so we keep a strip of grass in between those rows, kind of hold everything in place. <clears throat> and we'll come back the next year. So, you know, the tree's just kind of getting established the first year or two, getting its roots down in there. Uh, we can come by the next year and make sure that it's growing properly. Um, I, I tell all the students, school kids that um, they're all familiar with that little sprig at the top where you put the angel or the star. That's called the leader. And a uh, Christmas tree, just like any group or organization or school, needs a leader to show it which way to grow. Once in a while, the leader gets damaged. And so uh, eventually, one of the lateral branches would kind of volunteer and turn upwards to become a leader. But we may speed that up a little bit, take a bamboo stick and tie it to our tree, bend up a lateral branch and train it to become a leader. So we're looking for one leader up through the middle of that tree. Uh, once in a while, we have a tree with too many leaders, and that's just as bad, but it's easier to fix. We take a hand pruner and clip out those extra leaders. Um, after a few years, um, well, then we'll start to trim them a little bit more. When we plant the seedlings, oftentimes there's some branches that are at or near ground level. And as that tree grows, those branches will not grow up with the tree. They're gonna grow out and they'll get bigger, but they're gonna be attached right at near the ground level where they are. And a lot of farms will leave those on, especially if they're wholesale farms. But after a few years, I'm gonna come along and take a hand pruner and clip off those bottom branches so I have a space between the bottom branch and the ground. This lets the air circulate underneath there a little bit better. So I have less residue building underneath, keeps it dry a little bit better. When I spray my chemicals, I spray from the side. And so I can kind of tuck them underneath the tree a little bit better that way. And, uh, but most important when it comes time for our customers to go out and cut down that tree, there's, <laughs> excuse me, there's enough of a stump left over that you can uh, still cut down your tree and have a, uh, a stump to put into your tree stand. Mm -hmm. um, so there's no machine that'll do that for me. We just use the hand pruners and a couple hours a day is about all I can stand to bend over, <laughs> but we try to do that a little bit every day 
uh, throughout the, the summertime to trim those bottom branches. Yeah, the good old fashioned hand pruners. I, There's nothing, got to have a good pruner. All the time, yes. Yep. Um, I, so I've seen videos of uh, ninjas in uh, Christmas tree yards with like samurai katanas and they're just hacking away, trimming this. Is that you? <laughs> uh, I don't have a ninja outfit, but uh, <laughs> after four or five years or more, then we're going to start to trim the trees because they don't all grow into a natural Christmas tree shape. Some are kind of round and bushy and none of the, nobody wants a Christmas bush. They all want a Christmas tree. And so we have to trim them up a little bit. And some take more trimming than others. Uh, blue spruce tends to be naturally trimmed. And so that's why it's a good lawn tree that you don't really need to trim that at all. But many of the other varieties, we do have to trim them up in order to maintain their shape. And actually, um, as a Christmas tree grower, I'm actually going to slow those trees down a little bit so they don't grow too fast. On, on some of the varieties, white pine in particular, that leader could be three or even four feet tall. And so that's how much space there would be between the branches. And so they get stretched out too much. So we kind of slow them down a little bit, basically to 14, 15, 16 inches a year so that they'll, they'll be filled out. So yes, during the summer, after the new growth has come out for that season, we can clip off the tips of those branches and where we cut them off, that's where it will set buds for the next year. And so, yes, we use a, a it's a, not a machete, but it's a lightweight shearing knife. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they get trimmed around so that they maintain their shape and they kind of dense them up a little bit and keep them from going too far. And at the same time, we'll also be checking the leaders, make sure there's still only one leader. Um, and so that's what we're looking for. And you know, we don't want to do it too soon because then the trees get too dense. But after four or five years, we start to trim them up a little bit more until they're ready for harvest. Every tree has to be trimmed every year until um, you take it home for Christmas or you know, there's always a few of them that are too ugly, no matter what we do. And depending on the type, uh, we may be able to take that into the barn and cut it up into pieces. And that's what we make the uh, decorations out of the wreaths and mm -hmm. garland and stuff. We can't do it with all of them, but on, on some of the varieties, we can do that to some extent. Kind of recycle those, those ugly trees if we can. Um, we don't have enough of those, which is a good thing. So we do go out and we buy boughs from Northern Wisconsin or in Michigan um, that they've taken off of uh, mature trees in the, oftentimes in the national forest, they'll get a permit to take boughs off. And so we buy bundles of boughs to bring in for our wreath makers and, and uh, our garland maker. Um, so we try to use every bit as we can, uh, but we can't do it on all of the trees, just some of them. And that's pretty much it. It's gonna take, to grow a fir tree will take basically seven to eight years, maybe nine. It'll be about 10 or 12 years before we get an entire block cleared off and we can replant that block again. So the last, the last year or two, there's always a few trees left over and there's usually a reason why they're still there. Um, they're just not growing very well. And so we'll have to throw away a few of them. Um, but for the most part, we'll clear off a block <coughs> and then uh, we can replant that area, but it's gonna take a little while. So we have to plan kind of, you know, 
10, 8, 9, 10, 11 years in the future of what we think we can sell. And <laughs> that's always been a surprise because you don't know when we're going to peak. You know, how many trees can I sell? Well, it seems to keep on growing. I don't know. It, it gets to be more and more all the time, which is why it's, it's a nice business to have because I think the demand for a live tree is there if I can grow them fast enough to, to, to uh, fill that demand. Well, that was a lot of great information on everything that goes into growing Christmas trees. The Good Growing Podcast is a production of University of Illinois Extension, edited this week by me, Ken Johnson. A special thank you to all of our listeners and our viewers on YouTube. And as always, keep on growing.